Those of this show are not experts. All information discussed and debated on the show is publicly available, and the opinions of the hosts are not fact. We apologize for any offense you may take and discourage any message of hate, violence, and discrimination, but such messages may be repeated from reportedly original sources for purposes of debate and discussion. We encourage your involvement in the discussion, but do not support any similar aforementioned message. You're listening to American Minutes. All right, all right, all right, Nash. We are officially on the clock, and we are live for the very first time on uh, on Twitch, on Facebook, and on YouTube. I just hope we have audio. Let me check. How do yeah, I, how we do have I, audio. <laughs> we got audio. I, I said how do I unmute. mute one of these? Oh, God, Nash, now I'm hearing an echo. Uh, make sure you're muted on all platforms. I said I double check on my computer, so we're good. This is American Minutes Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Um, for the very first time, Nash, make sure you switch back on so we can see your green screen, you fool. Um, American Minutes Podcast on what, – what are our tags, Nash? American, Min, American Minutes Pod on Facebook. Well, we're on Twitch, YouTube. I just search American Minutes. Look for that logo in the top left. It's a good old American flag. So, Nash, how are you? Are you ready to be live and all the people out there can now – We can be canceled a lot faster. That's what this means. I know, right? We're streaming to every cancel platform available. <laughs> and if you're listening afterwards later this week just make sure we are live every monday unless we have a guest um and they don't want to be live or maybe they do want to be live but we are live every monday eight o'clock uh facebook twitch and youtube where me and nash and others if they want to be on a guest we'll talk about mishaps going on in the world where this week we are talking about uh utah <laughs> Utah Nash, welcome, welcome, welcome to Utah, baby. It's, this is this is this is the way we kick off a show. Um, first time going live, we're talking about porn. Um, so lucky us. <laughs> we're not doing that live. I just want to make that clear. No, 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 no. The sponsors were not like that. A sponsor don't exist. Um, but Utah is working on legislation to to ban pornography. You know, we first heard about this a few weeks ago um, from front of the show McLeod saying how they were thinking about doing this um but now apparently it's happening or they're thinking about doing it so conservative lawmakers in utah have fired another salvo in their longtime campaign against online porn i didn't use that word salvo that's from ap news um with a new requirement <laughs> Say, wow, that that's <laughs> right i don't even know i don't even know I, I didn't even know i knew that word uh but they they, they fired another salvo in their longtime campaign against online porn with a new requirement that all cell phones and tablets sold in the state automatically block pornography in a plan that critics call a significant intrusion on free speech. Now, I didn't think this was a free speech issue. I think this is a privacy issue. That's a good point to make, and probably a lot of people wouldn't think of that right off the top of their heads because this is incredibly intrusive. Yeah, it's just, okay, the state of Utah is just going to track my phone or, or if you are a vis, if you are a tourist going to Salt Lake City for whatever reason, um, and you know you're in your Airbnb and you're kind of you know, you can't do that anymore because you're, <laughs> you're in Utah. Because you're in Utah, that right? Makes it worse. <laughs> like, but, is is that like, isn't that not a severe invasion of privacy? Or because free speech is not what I thought. Is this or is this a free speech issue or both? Well, because it's – I think when they argue free speech, it comes down to, like, defining what pornography is. Do you know what I mean by that? Because it's like I think the running yeah. definition right now for it is 
I'm not sure how to define it, but I know it when I see it. Mm. So well, we have the internet. So let's 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 give a quick Google. Is that just like? I guess they have to define it in a more strict sense. Yeah, like they have to define it within you, the, in the in the terms of the law. Um, yeah. So if you if you have so like Google, a, Google is not movie. telling me. <laughs> If, well, if you have a movie, if you have a movie with nudity in it, is that pornography? Hmm. Yeah, like Titanic is Titanic pornography. Okay, pornography or porn. Yeah, you love Titanic. <laughs> I do love Titanic. It's my favorite movie. Um, pornography or porn usually refers to representations designed to arouse and give sexual pleasure to those who read. Read who reads pornography? Uh, see, hear, know, or handle it. them. <laughs> Although sexual simulation would seem to be a splendid goal, it is not always so regarded in a society still characterized as I don't know what that word is. That's from PBS. Um, so it's represented to give sexual pleasure. So I don't know. What if you like really get off to action movies or, or Tarantino, right? He has a foot fetish. <laughs> feet, 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 feet. Feet, feet, feet. Yeah, no, that's a really, feet, feet, that's a really right? good point. Is it like just people have like... weird fetishes, right? Like maybe explosions. Yeah. You're just like, oh my god. Yeah, some people like earlobes. Like you know, it's just like a thing. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, that... I don't know how they can enforce this. Yeah, because they have to have something blocking it from the internet and that's pretty yeah. freedom of speech heavy too because then you have to have some sort of you have to have some sort of automated process to do it mm -hmm. so then you're using something that is like scanning images or scanning text to make sure it can't be received and mm -hmm. clearly it's going to mess up so why they're doing this utah lawmakers who previously mandated warning labels on print and online pornography, and they also declared porn a public health crisis. Like, because people are just lagging about it. I guess. Uh, supporters exactly. argue that the restriction is a critical step to help parents keep explicit content away from kids. So basically, they want, they want the government to uh, <laughs> be their parents for them. Um, especially as more children have their own electronic devices and have been forced to spend more time online during the pandemic. Now, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 agree, I agree that pornography can be very damaging to children. You know, it gives a very unrealistic version of actual of sex, but just to say yeah, that, yeah. just to say that it's the government's job to mandate this, what are you out of your minds? You parent your own kids. If you don't want your kid watching porn, get on his phone, get on her phone block certain things that's your responsibility as a parent yeah put on child safety mode yeah safe for work safe for work mode literally every app has it that you receive so is is this from. law only gonna bar children's devices or because this is doing parents too grown adults Ooh. yeah that's tough right because so like they're saying okay we want to do it to protect the children but yeah. Can adults do it? Can adults watch porn? Are they allowed in Utah? Is Mitt Romney? Does, I bet yeah, does, where's, what kind of porn do you think? What, what kind of porn do you think Mitt Romney watches? I don't. I I would. You know what? 
Ooh, that's wow. <laughs> that is a loaded question and a half right there, my friend. <laughs> what kind of porn does Mitt Romney watch? <laughs> I'm waiting for an answer, Nash. I'm not moving on to answer it. I'm all right. I'm gonna guess uh, anime. Anime? Ooh, 3D. Anime. Okay. You know what? That's 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 <laughs> like, that's that's like, a that's a fair answer. He pays for the Pixar quality animation. <laughs> <laughs> Goes all the way, baby. <laughs> all or nothing in the Rob household. <laughs> <laughs> There's Terrible. no holds barred. All right. Um so the bill as written could apply to any device, quote unquote, activated in Utah, raising the possibility that it could require location tracking to activate filters on the phone of anyone coming into the state. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that at all. Like at all. Yeah. It's very, very concerning on, on, on so many levels. Like the government shouldn't have the ability to block anything on your phone. Yeah, because then it literally has to it has to know where you are. I mean, they already know where you are anyway. Like <laughs> let, let's not let's not let's not let's not pretend here. Well, I guess you'd really just have to send it out from the source blocking it wherever it's picking up Wi-Fi from. Well, I've got a frail guy named Ed on Twitch saying in the UK he thought someone had to enter their government ID. Is that just to access porn? Or... Yeah, that'd be really weird. Right? Like, okay, here's my driver's license number. Let me uh, let me, <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me get on the browsers. Put in, put in the last four. <laughs> put in the last four your social. <laughs> <laughs> is this allowed? <laughs> Can I do this? I don't know, but now, just, this is a weird story, and I, really, I just really wanted to... Uh, Oh, he sent. Oh, it's Wikipedia. For fuck's sake, Ed. All right, I don't want. I don't want to be reading the Wikipedia. We, we do real <laughs> sources here. All right, <laughs> we do real fake sources on the American Minutes podcast. I almost called it you, Mad Bro. Um, but I really, really just wanted to bring this up because hey, you know what? Wikipedia is all right. It can be. You know, uh, WikiLeaks is better though. Uh, but I just want to bring it up because you know, friend of the show, McLeod is from Utah, and um. Have fun not drinking off McLeod. Utah. He's in Utah. I know he lives in he lives in Utah, but he is he is a he is a dirty Jersey boy. All right, so let's move on to uh, it's a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place, depending where you are. Um, it is called the armpit of America for a reason, and it's not that far off, depending where you are. Uh, but Columbia University, um, who calls it that? <laughs> what the armpit of America? Who calls Utah that? Oh no, Utah is no New Jersey is the armpit of America. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, the no, New Jer- Jersey is the armpit I'll say of America. Utah is beautiful. Utah, I'm yeah, sure Utah Jersey's is beautiful. Nice. I would, I would go to Utah. I would Jersey vacation in Utah. Is isn't Yellow is Yellowstone in Utah? No, that's up north, isn't it? That's up farther north. Wait, Alexa, right? Where is Yellowstone? <laughs> We're not getting paid for this advertisement either. Wikipedia Yellowstone National Park is an American uh, national park located in Wyoming. Ah, it's Wyoming. It's Wyoming and Idaho. And Idaho. Well, those are, that's close to Utah. It's close enough. Over. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, Columbia University. So, Nash, you eventually sent me a story, uh, like, last week. I think it was, like, it was, like a, it was yeah. a meme, but it was, like, also a Fox, Fox News article. 
Um, and I was I had, pretty. I, I was had pretty... my. Uh... Go ahead. I was gonna say I had my monthly conference with the meme lords, and uh, <laughs> I saw this one popping up. It, it, on on the on, on the surface, it's absurd and ridiculous. But if you if you dig a little deeper, it's it's less absurd and less ridiculous, but still silly. Um, so it's uh, six yeah. ways of segregation. Um, Columbia University is planning to hold six additional. The keyword there is additional graduation ceremonies for students yeah. according to their race and other aspects of how they identify. And originally, if you saw this meme the way I saw it, it may it implies that this is like the graduation. Yeah. Not just additional graduations. Yeah. So, you know, if that's what your main concern is, there's some food for thought. Yeah, so the New York City Schools website details graduation ceremonies for Native, Asian, Latinx, uh, and black students taking place for Columbia College, Columbia Engineering, General Studies, and Bernard College at the end of April. Another dubbed FLI graduation for the first generation and low-income community. The school also hosts a lavender graduation for the LGBTQIA plus community. Is it really that long now? The LGBTIAQ plus... Jesus. Okay. So the, the LGBTQ community. Um, so, yeah. What's IA? Um, I don't know what the I and the A is. I don't know what the I and the A is. I think the A is asexual. I is... I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I'll, I'll get... Because I'll, I just assume they're just like... I assume they're just like LGBTQ plus. Cause it was like, all right, we're, we're having too many letters. Here. Yeah. It's everyone else. They added more in like, the right, like the, 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 the plus should include literally everyone else. <laughs> like, right. Like you'd think, but no, they need more letters. Um, so yeah, on the surface, it's just like, okay, wait, I'm sorry. Just looking at it. It's like, it's lesbian, gay, Bi. bisexual, trans, isn't lesbian and gay like the same? I guess gay is, that, is gay. Right. gay maybe, is, maybe I'm being dumb. I, I'm sorry. I, I, gay is more for men I feel like and lesbian is more for female. Um, unless, okay, what happens? Yeah. If, what happens if you is are? It, is it? <laughs> what What happens if you are a a transitioning male who's gay? You have two letters, I think, or would you have three letters? That's a lot. I, I don't know. And if A stands for at asexual, <laughs> you'd have three. Well, isn't asex asexual? Is asexual? You're just not interested in anybody. Well, you can't. Yeah, you're just not about it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they have their own graduation. They have their own. They have their. Own, they yeah. have their own graduation they, they now. Separate, they separate. I, they separated them. So yeah, my my first thought was, why are they doing this? And you were like, to be inclusive. And I was like, a snarky remark. I was like, well, yeah, I'm no scholar at Columbia, but I'm pretty sure the definition of inclusion is literally everybody, not you know, separating people based on, and not even not even by like yeah. not even by uh, identity, race. It was income. 
if you're a low income yeah, family, yeah. like what? I want to graduate with all I mean, my fellow <laughs> poors. <laughs> that's that's the one that really confused me was like first generation slash low income i i didn't understand like because clearly the point is to celebrate individual you know people individual groups of people separate groups of people right that's the whole point so why are you including those two like also, right? What if you are what if you are first generation, uh, poor, and gay? Which one do you go to? You're, you're, I feel like, like they have been separate. Like time. like like yeah, like you, you're, you're you're so you graduate twice. You're you're a first generation Korean, who's poor and also gay. Which one do you go to? Which one are you signed? Even though they're not assigned anything, but which one would you theoretically be assigned to for the sake of a joke? I guess you could go to all of them, dude. Right? right? But, but why? You can't. Gra- okay, so how is the administration? Well, I guess you would register. So, like, your family has to sit through three graduation ceremonies? Okay, how about the commencement speaker? Do you have six different speakers? Does, does, does the speaker need to Wait, fit? You know, you know. Does the speaker need to be low income? Does the list? speaker need to be gay? Does the speaker need to be first generation American? Like, how, is, how does any of this make any sense? Well, that's what I'm saying is I, that's the, my biggest qualm is the first generation slash low income because it's like, are you saying that all first generation people are low income? <laughs> that's racist. Like you're saying, like, you know what I mean? You're saying that they're so closely together that they can share the same ceremony. That doesn't. That doesn't like it, it. Like feels like that defeats its own purpose by joining up two things that aren't directly correlated. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, the the school released some statements, yada yada yada. I only care to read the statements for the sake of time. But um, I I I this you know okay okay let's let's go to the actual Newsweek presents the facts. Because uh, this the Newsweek article from one of our sources was like, you know, we, we, we do the facts. So they had a whole section called the facts. Yeah. Um, there are, so this is on Newsweek. Quote, there are additional graduation ceremonies taking place at Columbia University for people choosing to celebrate with people of their own ethnic backgrounds or sexual orientation. However, this is not new and has happened at a number of colleges for years. The ceremonies are not compulsory. And a general graduation for all students is scheduled for Friday, April 30th at 10.30 a.m. So in case you want to go, there you go. Um, the additional events are also mostly created by alumni and students rather than the university itself. So th- those last two points are incredibly interesting. That Fox News kind of just happened to leave out because, you know, it didn't fit their narrative. Um, yeah. So this is my this is my thing because I feel like if you're not first generation, right? Yeah. You uh, do they mean first generation immigrants or first generation graduate? Ooh, that's a very good question. Because like you know, my mom, my, my girlfriend. Happy birthday, Jazz! By the way, Mwah. um, her her um, happy birthday. She is she is first generation American. You know, um. She was, you know, she's the first person, her mm-hmm. first generation of her family to be born in America. Um, she, yeah. I, I don't know if she's the first person to go to college, but that's an interesting point because, like, you could be, you can be second generation American, but be the first person in your family to go to college. I've met plenty of them. 
I plenty mean like one or two, but still. Yeah, no, the, a, a lot a lot of people like their families have never gone to college, and um, I feel like in the last decade or two, it's been a big push for everybody to go to college. Yeah. And so I feel like more now more than ever, there are more people going to college for the first time in their entire family. And that's the thing for anybody else that isn't in that category. I feel like you would never want to go to any extra graduation ceremonies because graduation ceremonies are miserable. If you've been to one, you're like, wow, I get to sit around for two to three hours and not have fun. <laughs> yeah. And she has texted me. She is the first person I've ever heard. a song I've never heard before. Yeah. Although, although, Nash, I'm not going to lie. I can't, I do not remember who was a speaker at my commencement uh, graduation, but I do remember <laughs> who was at yours. Because <laughs> I went to yours. You had. Yeah, the guy who started Skynet. The, the motherfucker who started <laughs> Skynet. All right. Now, now, theoretically, Nash, you could have missed out on that great, that great speech because you weren't on the black, you weren't on the black graduation. <laughs> See, I I will always remember that mainly because of this year, because there was a post that the Hofstra uh, Instagram account made about how Martin Luther King was one time the speaker for a graduating class, and I was like, "You're really gonna tell me that I get the guy who started Skynet, and there's a graduating class that got Martin Luther King as their speaker?" <laughs> <laughs> Like nothing against the guy, but I mean, <laughs> one of them's a bit, you know. Someone got someone got MLK, a revolutionary. One of them's kind of a renowned speaker. Well, would you would you would you have preferred Chuck Schumer? Yes, uh, I would prefer Skynet. Are you kidding me? I'd prefer the guy from Skynet. Um, but anyway, and I and I will. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So okay, moving on, moving on, moving so on. So is 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 this segregation, Nash? Not I mean I would say um, it's it's I understand the spirit of it. Yeah. Because I, I, I think that I, I think yeah, that I mean that's something we're celebrating, but I, I again it, it brings me back to sort of if you're not like the first generation graduate you know to go to college then it's kind of i i you know what i mean i see the value of it seems to go away because i feel like that's a bigger thing like you've done something that nobody's in your family done or the last generation or so didn't do it you know like that to me is way more impressive than anything else yeah so because I, I guarantee that's like that's a community thing is them going to college because that has to do with their parents doing work mm-hmm. and them doing the hard work to all get there. Whereas if you've had people, you know, go to college before, I'm not saying there isn't work to be done, but this is a totally unknown system you're walking into. Yeah, I think I'm third generation to go to. Actually, no, I am third generation to go to college. Um. You know, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's my family was all super proud of me, but I can't even imagine what it would be like. This, the sense of pride for your whole family be like in for yourself. Like I am the first person in my whole family to go to college, and yeah, and I, I think that transcends everything 
from sexual orientation to race to how much money you have. And, 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 and to put that in a graduating class, like, listen, here's a group of like a hundred of you in the whole graduating class of like, you know, a few thousand, give or take, you know, the numbers. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I'm not going to say, I don't think that's segregation. I don't think that's inappropriate. That's just like, hey, you guys get special treatment because you did something that's absolutely remarkable and that should be praised. But, you know, a, a separate graduation just for being gay, it's just kind of like, well, why? Like, I, 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 I get it. It's, it's, it's cool. It's an option. It's not forced, but it's not necessary. Like, I don't, I don't get why and don't say it's because of inclusion yeah. because you're giving someone the option to not be included yeah because it seems to me like the, the best thing would you'd want outside people to go there they don't necessarily have to participate but you'd want people not in those communities to be there you know and it doesn't seem like that's what it encourages it seems like it encourages more separation than it does sort of unity. Yeah. Yeah. And comment, if you're out there watching this, comments who, who your commencement speaker was, if you're a first generation, second generation, third generation, fourth generation, go to college. Um, I'm very curious. See what our audience is. Um, if you think, if you think a valid reason for why this should be happening, please let me know. Um, because I, I know I, I, Fox news definitely over exaggerated, um, for their narrative saying, oh, this is segregation, the left is crazy, libtard, you know, yada, 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 you know, completely out of line. Um, but I, I personally, I think this whole idea is ridiculous. And when I brought this up to uh, my friend Ricky from um, from the King's Rings podcast, my co-host, he was just like, I don't want to be put in a graduation class with a bunch of black people. I want to be put in a graduation class with people I, from my college, like who I grad, like who I went to class with, like my major. He is black. Ricky is black, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Ricky's black. <laughs> if you don't know that, that statement sounds really bad. <laughs> well, I thought that was assumed because otherwise he wouldn't have been allowed to go to that graduate. He wouldn't have been invited to that graduation. But yeah, um, yeah, Ricky's Ricky's black. Uh, but he was just like, I want to, I want to I wanna graduate with my peers, not my race. Yeah. Like, why? Like, he's like, if yeah, I'm, well, I'm enjoying. If I'm a like journalism major, right? if I'm a journalism major, I don't want to graduate with like someone from my, like from like a, a STEM, a, a chemistry major. Like, who are you? Who are you people? Like, I, I, I yeah. was, I was lucky enough. I got to walk. I got to sit next to, um, one of my best friends in college. I met, I met her the first night out, and we, we were friends up until we graduated. I got to sit next to her, and it was incredible. It was something I'll never forget. Why sat next to her at graduation? Now. If it just was mandated, I wouldn't have gotten to sit next to her because she would have been first generation. <laughs> and yeah. also, they also didn't have a they didn't have a uh, they didn't have a uh, graduation for all the Montenegrins or the Eastern Europeans out there. <laughs> yeah, really, it gives me the level of separation. Yeah, it also didn't give, you know, it didn't give whites a chance. It, it was just like, hey, you're just in general, you know, if you're Italian, if you're Irish, if you're Scottish, if you're English, if you're German, you're just all lumped together. 
Yeah, like that that was weird to me. Um that they didn't have it any type of separation like that. Um or like Greek, you know, it, it it's it's weird as if like no suffering has happened for those people or difficulties or challenges. Yeah. Well, just like, you know, you're white. You don't have struggles, clearly. Um, but, you know, yeah. that's that's the story. Let us know what you think. Uh, comment below. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Um, comment, hit the notification bell. You know, the whole plug's nine yards. If you're on Twitch, follow. Make sure you're coming along. Share it. Help us out. Help us grow and, you know, help the family grow. Um, so our next story. Let me go back to my notes. Is we're talking about what happened in Atlanta. Um... A t- in case you didn't know, a 20-year-old, 21-year-old male suspect was charged last Wednesday for shooting and killing eight people at three different spas. Six of those people were Asian women, prompting fears that the killings were hate crimes. The two other victims were white, and a man who was injured uh, was is stable, was stabilized in the hospital, so he'll be okay. Um, Nash, what do you what do you what do you think of this? This is just it's it's not necessarily out of nowhere because you know we're going to talk about that the the rise in Asian hate crimes going up this past year because you know coronavirus and dealing Trump and all that stuff, but this one in particular almost seems like an it, it's it seems like an outlier on like if you dig deeper than it's the surface. This is this is a weird story here. Yeah, it is a very weird story. I mean, with that information, with just that information, if I had just that, what you had told me, I'd say, you know, that seems plausible, definitely. Um, obviously, what makes me go, makes me feel iffy is the fact that it's some people that aren't the same race. You got Asian people and Asian women and white men. Yeah. So in a press in a press in a press no. conference on Thursday, law enforcement officials said the suspect admitted to crime to the crimes, but argued that it was too early to determine if the attack was racially motivated. Um, as of yesterday, the twenty first of March, uh, they haven't they haven't finished their investigation, but they haven't found any evidence that it is racially motivated, which we're going to get into. Uh, Cherokee County Sheriff's Captain Jay Baker told reporters that the alleged killer said his actions were not based on race, instead saying that he wanted to, quote, eliminate the spas as, quote, temptation for his sex addiction. Many social media users condemned the police response, arguing that they have described what was, arguing that that what they had described was inherently racial. Um, So before, before we actually go into the details of this crime, I'm going to ask you, Nash, do you think there's any crime out there that a white person can commit on someone who's not white that the Internet would not say is racially, racially motivated? Um, I mean, yeah, I think it can happen. I think it probably happens a lot. People just don't know about it or talk about it. I just think people are very quick to jump the gun and honestly probably because they're more racist because they made that racist assumption first. They wanted to find racism. If you want to find racism, you're going to go find it. Um, I would say just though going into this, there is a very, 
I feel like most people on the internet wouldn't understand this or know about this off the top of their heads. Like, I feel like you'd have to have come across this studying in some sort of studies or something. That's the only reason I know about it, is making the argument of like fetishizing what is um, foreign. So women of different uh, ethnic backgrounds other than their own, there's an argument to be made that that is an inherent racism in white culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily have too many stats or numbers off the top of my head. Um, I've just heard the point made before and think it's worth making here just because clearly we are dealing with somebody that has st- that stated it was sexually motivated. And yeah, towards these women. Well, that's well, that's true. You know, the guy who committed the crime, we're not going to say his name, we're not going to show his picture. Um, he has said that it was sexually motivated, but you know, as a friend of mine pointed out to me the other day, um, who's watching, um, was like, you know, you can't take him at his word because he'll say anything, anything to make him seem, make it like it not what he is. Like he could easily just say it was sexually motivated so he doesn't go to jail for a hate crime and get the electric chair, right? Like it's it's hard to kind of take his word for it. I think you need like you need to do what they're doing, conduct an investigation, look at like you know his search history, look at like his text messages, his emails, who he's talking to. Does is does he have any proof of showing that this crime was planned based on these women's race, or because like it's well, it's, it's mean, hard he, to just he, take him at his word when he's in cuffs. He killed seven people. I don't think that's going to sway the jury that much. No, I don't have sympathy for this guy either. I mean, let's make that clear. This guy needs to get the full extent of the law. I'm not saying. I'm not saying sympathy. I'm just saying it's like, would a hate crime charge do anything more to his sentence? Like his <clears throat> that logic your friend presented. It seems like it doesn't work for me because. He's already killed seven people, so there's nothing really worse he could have done. Like, there's no other worse punishment he can get, mm. you know? So what's the purpose of lying about a hate crime? Especially because typically hate crimes are sort of based off of, like, terrorist philosophy, where you want people to be afraid. So if it was a hate crime, you're more than likely to say so. Yeah. I know. Hate crimes are also hard for me to define. It's like... Okay. Yeah. Like, name me a crime that isn't done out of hate. Maybe I'm looking at it at a, diff, at a different like angle from actually defining it. But like, if 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 you if you commit a crime against someone from a different race, how is that like not a hate crime? Like, isn't every, how how is most how are most crimes not hate crimes? I don't commit crimes out of love. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's also the way the hate crime, it's based off of, like, gender and orientation. Gender, orientation, race, race. If like, you, you, you commit the crime because they are who they yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's protected groups. Um, yeah, and from, from from the Twitch chat, the yeah, individual could have had I, a behavioral I, health issue. That's totally, <laughs> definitely possible. This guy definitely has some issues, and it's called yeah. religion. Definitely could have. And if you're trying to, well, that's not on silent. It doesn't seem like he's going for like 
an insanity plea with that. I feel like you could come up with something better to make your seem, yourself seem crazy. Yeah. So the shooting itself, eight people were shot and killed in three different Atlanta area spas Tuesday night, including six Asian women raising concern that the attacks could be the latest surge in hate crimes against Asian Americans. The attack began around 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, when four people were killed in Ackworth, a suburb of North Atlanta, authorities said. Less than an hour later, four women were killed in two shootings in Atlanta. The victims in Atlanta appeared to be Asian women, where, uh, as were two of the victims in Ackworth, officials said. Uh, police said Tuesday that they had arrested 21-year-old white man from Woodstock, Georgia, about 150 miles south of Atlanta about a, after a brief manhunt. Authorities announced Wednesday that they had charged the man with eight counts of murder and homicide and one account of aggravated assault. So that's that's quite the crime spree right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> this guy is going to go away for quite some time because uh, he already admitted to the crime. So why he did it. During a press conference last Wednesday, law enforcement officials said the suspect did admit to the crimes while telling them that he had a sex addiction and was traveling to Florida when they arrested him. Now, it's unclear whether the businesses he attacked had any ties to sex work. So that's also very important to note. You know, we all remember Robert Kraft last year, you know, got a little handy at a spa in Florida. Um, so it is very, yeah. it is very like, you know, and that's, that's also like, you know, it's like a stereotype almost like, you know, these spas are also known for, you know, to give you a happy ending. Um, but these businesses, as of now, we know, do not have any tie to actual sex work. They're just an honest business. So the officers also said they believe that he may have frequented the parlors in the past and that he may have been aiming to commit similar violence at businesses connected to the quote-unquote porn industry in Florida. Notably, police have also not yet offered up a motive for the attack, and they said that they are not able to determine if it can be considered a hate crime because it's still too early in the investigation. Now, I know a lot of people are upset online. Um, a lot of it very valid, too, in my opinion. Just the, the anger, the upsetness, and, you know, I understand why they're kind of jumping the gun here. But an investigation like this takes time. Mm. You got you to wait. That's why I'm not really giving my full opinion yet because I don't have all the information. Yeah. I guess that's kind of where me and you were both at, where it's like people are very quick to charge in the SJW call when that may not be the real issue here. Yeah. It's, it we, very it's, well could be. It's, we don't know. It's it's like the, yeah. the wrong thing happened at the wrong time because, again, you know, that the rise in Asian hate crimes has gone up, and that's been a topic of discussion for like the past year or so, give or take, and, you know, the whole Harvard scandal, which I think we talked about. Um, so, like, there is violence and uh, hatred and discrimination against Asians. That's a fact. And it is going up. That's a fact. But that does not automatically mean that this one in particular fits that mold. As much as you as much as much you think it does and makes you feel better that, that it does, that you need to be charged for that and you know, get, have a conversation about that. You gotta look at the facts and the evidence, and we just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just don't know. And again, that's something that I feel like it, you can't say it absolutely unless you literally have undeniable proof. Mm -hmm. If you find a manifesto of him saying how he hates the Asian 
community and culture or people or whatever, you've got very clear evidence there. Yeah. You know, if you find a Nazi flag in his house, you probably have a much better argument there. But if those things aren't there, I feel like it's very, the way we're defining hate then I think is very wrong, you know, cause hate clearly has to manifest itself in, it'll manifest itself all over the place. If that's really what the cause of it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. This guy, like it, it wouldn't just be present in these crimes. This guy really just hates himself because he's, he's, he's heavily religious and, you know, things like sex before marriage is a sin, you know, stuff like that. And the guy has urges that he can't, <laughs> he couldn't get out any other way. And, you know, he had to take, he took it out somewhere. Not an excuse for what happened. Again, needs to be charged to full extent of law, go to prison, all that. But, you know, another conversation is how, in, like, people are being accused of humanizing this murderer. Um, and mainly the guy who took the most heat was uh, County Sher- uh, Cherokee County Sheriff's Captain Jay Baker. Uh, Baker said that the suspect told officers actually were not racially motivated. Quote, he does claim that it was not racially motivated. He apparently had an issue with what he considers a sex addiction and see and sees these locations as something that allows him to go to these places and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. So he went to these places, he sees it as a way to kind of get a release for his sexual temptations. He feels guilty about it, so he's kind of, I, don't, I need that out of my life. So when asked if there were signs of the shootings were a hate crime, uh, Sheriff Frank Reynolds responded, quote, the indicators right now are that it may not be. It may be targets of opportunity. Again, we believe that he frequented these places in the past. We may have been lashing out. Reynolds also said that in a separate statement, some media outlets that a suspect, quote, told investigators that he blames the massage parlors for providing an outlet for his sex, his addiction to sex. Now, back to Baker. He's the guy who is infamous for saying, quote, he was fed up at the end of his rope he had a bad day, and this is what he did. Now, the anger, wow. the anger at this guy saying he had a bad day. That, that's yeah. This what guy. Do you mean? So they're saying they they played the race card, right? If this was a black man who shot all these people how this officer have reacted. Would he have said he had a bad day? No, like, if you watch the clip... Oh, I gotcha. If, like, if you watch the clip, he's, you know... They probably wouldn't have said that. He, 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 said, he said the wrong thing at the wrong time. Like, oh, woof, this guy had a bad day. Like, honestly, that's something I would say. It's just, like, didn't read the room, said something really stupid, and he got a lot of hate for it. Probably deserved. Um, He was since... I, I think that's... No, I... I mean, I, I totally agree with your point that, like, if a, if a black guy had done this or some other person that wasn't white had done it, totally different response to it. But I think the thing of he had a bad day is a different philosophical understanding, especially with that end of the rope comment, because <clears throat> it's like, you know, so much stuff had piled up. It finally had that final day that one last bad day that he could handle. Mm. It's not just saying up, oh, you know, Tuesday wasn't fun. It's, you know, it's a building thing and he had the last bad day he could have. Yeah. 
Like you know, you know how Fox is breaking point. You, you know, Fox ran with that story, and they you know that to fit their narrative. Um, I I do I do believe that people are taking this comments, running with it to virtue signal how good of a person they are, and say how wow how bad this white sheriff is. Fuck cops. That that kind of thing. I think they're taking a, a comment mm-hmm. that was made that shouldn't have been made and blowing it way out of proportion and running with it yeah. for their virtue signaling for their friends on Facebook. Like I've seen a lot of things on Facebook and Instagram, like, you know, there's like an artwork of the, the, the sheriff, like holding this kid and saying, oh, it's okay. You had a bad day. Which is like, that's not, that's no, that's not what he's no, stop it. You're being ridiculous. But the investigation into him happened to Sheriff Baker. He was removed from the case on Thursday after social media posts went viral showing him promoting a T-shirt with controversial language about China and the coronavirus. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah, I dug, dug a little deeper, and he was removed from the case. So, I think, you know, this sheriff isn't... He said something stupid. He got dug into... And, you know, no matter what you want to say about the COVID coronavirus, the T-shirt he was he was promoting or whatever, probably shouldn't be on his case because there's a clear bias. Fine. Um, Asian-American activists said Blake's comments in the Facebook post undermine public confidence that the investigators are adequately addressing Tuesday's act- atrocity. Quote, to see this post is both disturbing and outrageous. It speaks to the structural racism that we're all up against, that said Vincent Pan, co-executive director of Chinese for Affirmative Action, a civil rights organization working to address anti-Asian hate crimes. Quote, coupled with the comments coming out of the news conference, it does not give community members confidence that our experiences in the pain and suffering that we're feeling are being taken seriously, at least by this particular person. Uh, personally, I think that's a very fair comment to make. It's a very fair critique. It's a very fair criticism. And him being removed from this case, I think, is very fair. Yeah, no, I totally understand why you would say that. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, we, we, we want to make sure that this cop doesn't have bias. Here's some instance where he may have bias. Let's not fire him and get in his career. It's like maybe he just shouldn't be on this particular case after saying something stupid to the public. You know, like there, there, there are consequences for what you say and what you do. And I think this is a fair consequence. Um, yeah. But another big topic of conversation is that this police officer is humanizing the the murderer. What do you think of that? Um, I mean, I hate to break it to people, but he was a human. <laughs> Very insightful, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally I think the I think the best uh, point that has been made is when you said about how like if somebody of a different race had done this, the comments would have been different. Yes. that is one hundred percent the case, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I definitely think he, he would have talked differently. Um, wouldn't have been so casual about it mm-hmm. as you've described it. Um, but trying to make him not seem human. That's bad because what if, you know, they find evidence somewhere later. Again, this is just speculation because we don't have the, we don't have this information, but if they find enough evidence that clearly shows that he had an aggressive uh, 
sex addiction. And that was 100% the cause. Then what's already happened is people have already labeled as something that he wasn't. And you've changed, you've totally destroyed the chance that the topic has. Mm-hmm. Because now people have it integrated in their minds. Okay, he's a racist. Not, hey, this guy had a crazy sex addiction. Maybe it's something we need to look into. Mm-hmm. And not just saying that in his case, but I'm saying it for people abroad. That might just be something else that society is missing. And not only that, when someone commits a crime like this, uh, people want to know why. What happens? How did this happen? And in order to understand a criminal like this and how it happens, you kind of have to humanize him. Now, that does not mean... You give him, you give him sympathy in the eyes of the law, and what the punishment is. But you need to understand why it happened, who this guy is, what kind of circles he was in, and what kind of change needs to be made. Yeah, because I mean, dehumanizing him is getting farthest, or is getting farther from reality. Yeah, you're he. You've made him an enemy. And so now you're trying to strip him of his humanity, which if you want to look up some really racist stuff that's happened that the government did sponsor, look up, you know, World War II posters about Germans or about uh, Japanese people, especially like that's exactly what they were doing. They were dehumanizing an enemy. So it's easier to kill. Mm -hmm. So you think of them as less than a person. Mm hmm. You really shouldn't think of anybody as less as a person. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily benefit it. That doesn't benefit anyone. You should try to understand that person so you can understand their problems from their perspectives, so you can prevent that type of behavior from happening. And you can do so you can prevent that type of misunderstanding. And and you can do that and still want him and sentence him to jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about it. I. I'm not, he's, he's a human. That's just baseline. He has to be mm-hmm. trying to make him seem like a monster. I mean, he is a monster in that poetic sense. Cause he didn't value life in that way. But to say he's not human is just, you're lying to yourself. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't agree with anything he's done. No. <laughs> but I have to acknowledge that he's a human and that's what humans are capable of. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, I goes, a lot philosophical this episode. Love it, Nash. Bubby, love it. So <laughs> I got to ask again, like, is this a hate crime? The remarks by law enforcement officials drew significant public backlash from people who argue that these officers had described what, what these officers described was a hate crime. This is a tweet. Quote, the fucking gall of a white male mass murderer to con- confident to confidently tell on himself to police. Yes, yeah, from YouTube, YouTuber Eugene Lee Yang tweeted, "Quote this p- the piece of shit and the quote I'm not racist because I have sex addiction that made me eliminate people in place and places I'm tempted by, which are Asian women at Asian spas. That's a hate crime. So this guy's really upset. His grandma wasn't the best." Um, but the, he's saying his excuse is, I have a sex crime, I have a sex addiction, so I'm not racist. He doesn't buy it. It's a hate crime. Um, 
Some also said that the fact that the suspect viewed these women as objects he could, quote, eliminate, proved the racial nature of a hate crime. Um, Asian people, specifically uh, Asian people, especially women, are seen and treated as existing for the use, convenience, and enjoyment of white people. I'm going to stop right there for a second. Um, which country has arranged marriages again? That's aggressive, Daffy. That's very aggressive. Right, but... I, 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 okay, I agree with most of these words. Asian people, especially women, are seen and treated as existing for use and convenience and enjoyment. Yes, but it's of white people I have a problem with. It's not just a specifically white person thing. I think that's, that's a very cultural thing across many cultures, specifically with Asian women. I feel like if you just said women, I mean, that's that's... I feel like, well, you know, mistreatment of women is higher than and more applicable to everybody. So this person goes on to say, now our lives are simply fodder for personal absolution to a white man with a gun to suggest that race isn't relevant is spitting in our faces. Hashtag stop Asian hate. Now, race is definitely relevant here. Definitely relevant for him, hundred percent is because he saw them as they were in that occupation as tempting, and that's where the whole argument of fetishizing a, a culture sort of comes into play here, which yeah. I think you know it, it definitely has some merit, um, to especially to this guy. Now. Others, like actor George Takai, who's the, oh my, that's George Takai. I think Star Trek, was he on Star Trek? He was in Star Trek, Daffy. Uh, <laughs> argued that even if the crime was not racially motivated, the intent cannot be divorced from the racial nature of the act. Whether the killer went in with intent to kill Asian women, or he just happened to go to three different Asian establishments miles apart with the intent to kill those doesn't change the racial nature of these murders. Yeah, he's one hundred percent right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, don't don't you know don't put too much emphasis on race, but don't ignore it either. <laughs> you can't just ignore the fact of race here. Um, but you know the whole the whole this is a white supremacy problem. Um, this is all white people. Donald Trump caused all this. It's like, okay, let's. Let's let's slow down for a second. All right? <laughs> slow down for a second. Nash, is this Trump's fault? Um, I mean, with the evidence uh, that I see now, I don't see how. What I would say is that, according to this guy, the guy that did it, his actions were sexually motivated. Mm -hmm. If they are innately racist, too. They can be. They certainly can be, and they probably were. It seems like you'll understand his issue trying to understand the sexuality component of it. Because to him, I don't think he acknowledges the racial aspect when clearly that's there. Mm -hmm. So that's not, I don't think that's something you can specifically talk to him about because he wouldn't understand it as well. Coming it from an angle of, you know, sexual... I don't know. Weirdness. 
that's probably how you like try to understand this. Cause to him, that seemed to be the important factor. Yeah. It's almost like his issue wasn't necessarily the people who ran and work at spas. His issue was the spa itself. Right. And I would, I would love to, I would love to love to see the area in which he in you know, Atlanta, that certain suburb, how many spas are in that area and how many spas are owned and operated by non-Asian people? You know, spas in general are highly owned and ran by Asian people. Now it's like now if if there were if there were ten spas in Atlanta and he only hit the Asian spas, that's a complete different story. Now, if there was like one, yeah, especially if you like, if, especially if you like, drove past one that was like operated by white people and was a well-known brothel. Yes, like, right. Then like, that's huge. Like, but but we we don't know. But what we do know is that typically, generally, spas are owned and operated by Asian people. That's generalizing. Generalizing, of course, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule. But that's where the investigation needs to happen. And as of right now, we just we just don't know. Um. But as George Kai said, you know, we, we can't just ignore race, but I'm going to counterpoint him and say you can't make it all about race either on the Asian part and on the fact that this guy's white. Hmm. Sounds like we need to know more stuff. Yeah. So we don't know yet. It seems like we really haven't heard, we really haven't heard too many bad opinions in this story so far. I feel like it all seems like pretty agreeable statements from people. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, you know, the YouTuber Eugene Lee and this other person who tweeted like they're, they are tweeting and commenting from very emotional perspective. You know, they're both Asian, you know, they're, I understand, I understand where they're coming from. I'm not saying that I'm not going to say they're wrong either. Um, but you know, we just, we just don't know yet. So as of 321, there's still no evidence. Though investigators have not ruled out ultimately filing hate crime charges, they face legal constraints in doing so. Federal statutes require prosecutors to prove that the victims were targeted because of specific factors like race, gender identity, religion, national origin, or sexual orientation, or the suspect of infringed on a federally or constitutionally protected activity. To successfully prosecute hate crimes cases... Prosecutors typically seek tangible evidence such as a suspect expressing racism in text messages, in internet posts, or to witnesses. That's what I was mentioning earlier. Um, that's what they're looking for. Mm. And it's, it's kind of hard to just take his word for it because you, you need more than that because, you know, he could just say anything when he's in cuffs, if, it's, if it matters or not. You need more tangible evidence than that. Uh, most crimes yeah. are handled by local prosecutors. Federal officials may get involved when there's a violation of the U.S. statute, like civil rights crimes, targeting someone in a federally protected class, which include race, national origin, and religion, among others, as well as crimes that affect interstate commerce or violent crimes involving, for example, a felon in possession of a firearm. Um, so, Nash, from a, from a legal government perspective, what do you, what do you think? That like this this all makes sense to me. It's very like legalese. It's very by the book, but it it it, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Like I think this is all. I think this is all fair. You, just, you have to prove a hate crime by these standards. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. 
<clears throat> especially like what I said earlier, where it's he's done so much bad already. What what's the benefit? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not like he was. It's like he tried to kill one person, you know, and he got stopped midway through and it was purely based on race. It's he's already done so much and he got stopped from doing more. Yeah. But oh, police said the gunman previously visited two of the spas where four of the women were killed and said the suspect equated the business to sex that drove him to kill. Authorities have said that uh, he may have been headed to Florida to carry out similar attacks on the, quote, some type of porn industry. So good thing they caught him. Good thing they arrested him before he could do more damage. So two shaded police there. Yeah. But it, it doesn't it doesn't look like this is going to be considered a hate crime. Um. So, you know, take that for what you will. But our last topic of discussion is the general rise in Asian hate crimes. Um, Crimes against Asian Americans have risen drastically in the last year. Many specifically cited a statistic from the organization Stop AAPI Hate, um, which is probably American, Asian American people. I don't know what the I stands for, hate. Um, oh, Pacific Islanders properly, uh, which reported Pacific Islanders, yeah. that there have been 3,800 anti-Asian incidents in the last year, most of which were against women. You know, obviously with the coronavirus, you know, that that, that statistic is, is appalling but not shocking. Mm-hmm. Especially mostly against women. It's a little shocking. Um... Some people, including author and television host Padma Lakshmi, L-A-K-S-H-M-I, I'm sorry, Padma, pointed to former President Donald Trump's rhetoric around the coronavirus, arguing it directly contributed to spike in incidents. Many also pointed out, as recently as Monday, Trump was on Fox using racist slurs that may have incited more violence. Okay. Let's put a pause right there. So, Nash, we're no longer, we're no, we're no longer talking about this, this, this in particular crime. We're talking more of a general sense. Um, yeah. Trump calling it the China virus. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that as being a cause for rise in hate crimes. I just, I don't. You know, like the Lyme disease, I think that's a geographical location, Spanish flu, you know, um, the list goes on. Calling it the China virus is that that's where the virus is from. Now, Kung flu, that's completely yeah. different. You know, we call it the Kung flu. Okay, you're just an asshole. And that's that. That's racist. Calling it the yeah, Kung you're flu. Making, you're, making, you're, making jo- you're making jokes now. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're doing a bit. But, but calling it the not, China, you know, there's a famous press conference. There's, no like, that. there's a famous press conference where poor, poor is like, Do you, why are you calling it the China virus? And Trump just goes, because it's from China. It's not ra- Don't you think it's racist? It's not racist at all. It's from China. And he's right. It's from China. Now, I just, I just, you're you're, you're drawing at straws, right? Trump's not in office anymore. You can't blame him for everything anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that probably is the cause, but should it be? I think you and me are more like, no, because you cannot like China and be fine with 
Asian Americans or even Chinese people in America or even just Chinese people. It's like, I don't, I don't like China as a government entity. Yeah. I don't think they're very nice globally. I don't think they do a lot of good, but Chinese people, I don't really have a problem with the everyday man. I don't know what, you know, I feel like you and I can understand that. Like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you can you can hate the government, you can't hate the people. Yeah, I can hate the country, a country's infrastructure without yeah. hating the people in the country. It's like like, build- it's like I don't really blame most of the people in the country. I blame most of the people that are in charge of it. Yeah, like Bill Maher said this a lot over the past few years. You can't hate. You can hate Trump. You can't hate the people who follow him. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but one thing I hate I hate to be a Debbie Downer here, but one thing they're kind of leaving out of these statistics, especially when, when it comes with Donald Trump, uh a majority of these hate crimes were committed by uh not white people. Majority of them were committed by Hispanic and African American men. Oh. They just exclude that. They ex- they, ex- they ex- exclude that. Yeah, they ex- you know they they because it doesn't fit the narrative. Like Crowder, Crowder, okay, Crowder did a good video on this uh, a week or two ago about the rise in Asian hate crimes. Sort of showed the multiple examples and statistics around, um, you know, like there's there's video footage of a a black guy going up to an elderly Asian woman and just in mugging her and like stealing her shit. Right, there's another one of a of a store that's on like an armed robbery. Um. Yeah, and that's the majority of these crimes are committed by those kind of people, by African American and H- Hispanic people. Now, they're, they're, yeah, that was a close one. That was that was a, that was a close one. That was a close one. I apologize. Um, but that's that's if you're gonna have this conversation about rise and hate crimes, you gotta have both sides of the conversation. Now, yes, neither of them have no. As far as I know, no person of color has committed mass murder. Like this white person did. You know, white people still do it the worst. Um, but to say this is a byproduct of white supremacy, yeah. Well, then it gets down to okay, are all those people like Trump followers or something? Yeah. Like, well, what is, what is, what is the argument you're making there? Like you, you know, like it's 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 easy to say it, but you gotta you gotta back it up. And people on Twitter just don't these days don't they just don't back it up. Yeah. They well, first off, they hardly can because of the format. And why would they want to? It's like an excuse. Twitter is like an excuse to not give enough information. Yeah. So because of its format, the rise in Asian hate crimes very real. It's 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 so real. It's mm-hmm. scary. Um, Joe Rogan had a uh, I think his name is David Cho on um, last August, and I finally got allowed to listen to it. And he's an Asian American like artist. Um, whatever. And he was telling stories for like a, like a, like, a, like almost an hour, just telling about you know the shit he went through as an Asian American during the pandemic, and how people looked at him differently, how people like you know blamed him for the COVID virus, how people just you know he was with his dad in his car, and people gave him the bird, or you know this these, these terrible stories of this bigotry and this racism that he had to experience. Now, he didn't mention what race mm. and color they were because it didn't really matter to him. The fact was that, you know, he, and he broke down crying. So this is a, it's an incredibly real, heartbreaking, 
issue. Yeah. But I like how David Cho approached it because he didn't was just like, oh, it's this white guy, white people, the problem. He was like, no, 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 no. It's a collective problem that isn't specified to one group of people. It's an issue nationally across the whole country, across every group of people. It's like, it's like a lot, it's an aggressive lack of common sense where how does he have any relevancy to the coronavirus being spread? You know what I mean? Like, did he bring it over from China? Probably not. The fact of him doing that is like the probability of him doing that is so tiny. No. So why would you dislike, even if somebody is immigrated from China to America, why would you dislike them? Cause it's not like they brought it over. Yeah. It's not like they, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're just sending ignorantly blatant hate at somebody for no logical reason. And like a big thing he said was, you know, like people would yell at him, go back to where you come from. He goes, Mitch motherfucker. I come from Queens. What do you want me to do? I was born in Queens. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 like, it's, what do you, it's, what do you it's, mean? It's sheer ignorance. It's ridiculous, but it's not, it's not stuck to just white people, Donald Trump and white supremacy. And that's, it generally bugs me when people just generalize like that because it's an issue across the board. And it's not just African-American, Latino people mugging people because we see instances of across the board everywhere. And, like, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, David Cho spoke about how much he was wanting to go and beat the fuck out of these people, get in their faces, start yelling at them, but he didn't. He just sat back and took it. You know, one thing Rogan was saying, how much he commended him for that because he's the bigger person. And, you know, people who do that, you know, you got to humanize these people who do that too. They just go, they're losers. Their life sucks. And they're looking to to, to go out. So one thing you got to do is, you know, it's hard. You got to be the bigger person and almost sympathize for them. As hard as that is. Yeah. But the people committing these kind of atrocities, like they're losers. And their life sucks and they're acting they out. Are. And They're that, looking for a justification. Exactly. And that isn't stuck to one race either. That's across the board. It can have it can have higher spikes in one group or another, but the fact is it's not like this isn't just a white supremacy issue. This isn't just a a immigration issue where illegals have are committing these crimes. You know, it's it's an issue that goes across every spectrum you can think of. Yeah. So identifying the issue as something falsely like that, it ensures that it continuates. Yeah. But, you know, by not addressing an actual cause or an actual pattern, you don't have any hope to help it or fix it. Yeah. But Ash, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our live stream on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Make sure you go there, like, share, subscribe, share with your friends. Um, if you agree or disagree with any of my rants I made tonight, please make sure you comment in the comment section and don't just text me to them. Please do not just message me on Instagram <laughs> about your comments during the show. Please go make it public and I'll respond to you in a public format. I'm just kidding. Happy birthday. I love you. Uh, Nash, this is a great show. I'm very happy to have you here. What are we going to talk about next week? Um, well, see, things haven't happened yet, so we don't have those news stories, Daffy. That's how the news works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see. Um, hopefully you don't just beat a dead horse, um, because, you know. We will. Uh, the, the, I'll give you a little preview, right? The, uh, the, the, the coverage 
the the coverage of um the border pan border epidemic has gone down 687 since Biden's been in office. So I don't know if that's real. I saw it on Instagram. Oh my god! But uh, Nash, oh. speaking of presidents, who is your favorite president of all time? I know you asked this on you mad, but this is a new show, baby. We got a whole new show to talk about. So who's your favorite president of all time? And tell me why it's JFK. That's very tough. It's not JFK. He was debatably racist. Um, <sighs> he was ignorant, all right? He grew up in rich white Massachusetts. That's very tough. I, I think Taft was the one who was, the tru- who was a trust buster. Um, I know Teddy was. I really like James K. Polk. I'll say James K. Polk. I think I probably said him last time. You did. A president that he took zero days vacation. um, And nobody knows a thing about him. And that's exactly how presidents should be. Love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Our time is up, but your time is now. You can't see me, baby. I still have to think of an outro, but we'll be back next week. (laughs) Daffy what Daffy what we're off the clock go fuck yourself (laughs) alright we're clear I totally 